<coughs> okay. Um, Are you dying? Is this no, what's no, no, happening? I'm fine. It just sounds a lot worse than it is. It's a cold, though. No, it's just a little tickle. You need some lem sip. No, man, I've been pounding that lem sip. <laughs> Luckily, I'm going back to England, you know, in a couple of days to uh, restock. To, to the land of lem sip. Yes. Land of lem sip and shopping carts where all four wheels rotate. Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play colon yearly review. <laughs> your yearly mobile game awards show. I'm Edwin. And I am the dancer to your prancer. I am Sam. <laughs> How festive. Sam, we have reviewed 23 games this year. Quite a feat. Congratulations. Little, yeah, this is no little feat. <laughs> Much like the little feet of Dancer and Prancer <laughs> and Blitzen and Dixon. I can go on. I really can. Those are the only <laughs> names that I know. And there's Donna and Blitzen. Oh, yeah, you got those. Prancer I thought it was Dancer. Blitzen and Vixen. Isn't Vixen one of them? But that's a type of fox. Okay. Or is that a porn star? <laughs> Luckily, we're slightly better at reviewing games than we are naming reindeer. I was going to say something about reindeer games, but... This, oh, this <laughs> so we have reviewed 23 games. Edwin, would yes. you mind reminding me what those 23 games are? I are? would love to. We have played, in the last 23 episodes, Bowmasters, A Planet of Mine, Yankai's Peak, Eden Colon Renaissance, Limelight, My Brother Ate My Pudding, Silly Walks, Miracle Merchant, Vista Golf, Pigeon Wings, Egg, Comma, Ink, Period, <gasps> Thimbleweed Park, Drag, Apostrophe, N, Apostrophe, Boom, PPKP, Stranger Things, Colon, The Game, Tales of a Tiny Planet, HQ, Campfire Cooking, Ruya, Causality, Vertical, Return of 77, and Zlatan Legends. Whoa. Wow, that is a lot of games. I really wanted to do a tally of uh, actually how much money we'd spent, but who has time for that? Yeah, maybe, that's Maybe true. Apple... App Store should give you year in review and shows you how much money you've spent on <laughs> dumbass games. I don't think that would be in their interest to do so. <laughs> the reason why people don't do how much time spent is because like World of Warcraft had this thing where it was an external site, not a part of World of Warcraft. And you can see how many hours you've actually played, sat there playing the game. <laughs> and for some people that like played the game, like I know people where it calculated out to like one full year. Like a, what? Them, wow. The amount of time they actually spent in the game was like one full human year. <laughs> I was like, that is absolutely insane. <laughs> that is insane. Maybe it's better we don't know how much money we spent exactly on Clash Royale. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin, you have special categories for us to review. Yes, we have seven categories because, of course, everything has to be done in sevens now. That is the brand of our show. And it's a good number. What is category number one, Edwin? Category one. The game that you wish you could change your original seven-day rating for. This is a good one. Thank you. I spent at least five minutes thinking of these categories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, it's my brother ate my pudding. Ah. I was going to say that with a New York accent. My brother, my brother ate my pudding. <laughs> I think I initially gave this a one day because I did, in fact, finish it in one day. It's more a reflection of your elite gaming skills. It's funny because like, I wish I could play more of it, and I think that's what I'm essentially getting at is this game was way too short i wish there was another mode for me to actually play it again and have a similar experience because i'd love to do so it is a nice and quirky game but it is only one day's worth of entertainment for you yeah that is just one of the quirks of this fantastic rating system that we've invented (laughs) (laughs) edwin what was your game that you wish you can change your original seven day rating for mine was ppkp i think we talked about it when we uh Maybe the show after PPKP, we revisited that. One of the joys of PPKP is that it has absolutely no uh, words on its visual interface, which is obviously by design, and it's very clever. But for the novice player, 
I found it too clever to actually understand what the hell was going on. However, after we recorded the show and Sam was, you know, good enough to explain how things work, I then went back and I played it for another, you know, good five or six days. So uh, my 14 day rating, 14 days to play, <laughs> would be, you know, a solid nine out of 14. That's our next show, by the way, after we've gotten rid of our full-time jobs and we decided to go- do seven days to play full-time, it will turn into 14 days to play. Yeah, we do it full time, but only half of the time. Right. I like it because <laughs> we'd be we'd be taking naps. That's the dream. Yeah. yeah. Next category: game most likely to make you lick your phone. Public service announcement: Please sanitize your phone before any licking occurs. There are lots of germs in it. More than a toilet, I think that's a lie. But mm. people like to say that. I think your mouth has the most bacteria. They say. Oh, more than your butthole. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> combine the two together and human centipede <laughs> okay let's let's crawl forward with this with this game most likely to make you lick your phone mine was Thimblebead Park specifically the graveyard scene where you go to find Uncle Chuck's uh, tomb and you are uh, in this graveyard it's sunset there's fireflies there's fun 3D parallax as you're walking through it I think I must have just stopped and looked at that screen for at least 30 seconds. It's just a gorgeous scene. I remember being staggered by it as well. It's so pretty, so reminiscent of olden times, good old LucasArts games. Yeah, there's beautiful colors like pinks and orange. Oh man, that's Mm. just such a a beautiful shot. So for me, yeah, that would be Thimbleweed Park. I'm going to go with the literal sense and say (laughs) Campfire Cooking. (laughs) Um, It had delicious marshmallows roasting on very tiny open fires marshmallows roasting on an open fire it is the season i love that song <laughs> and i love it when it forms that nice little brown crust around the marshmallow some um, might say burnt just made you. me want to eat it and the sound the sound effects were great as well yeah it was very meditative meditative med- <laughs> meditative yep. meditative that's the australian pronunciation yep and uh nice little crackling of the fire um, except when you burnt the marshmallow, then it'd be like, R-dum. do we need to take a marshmallow break right now? Uh, can we? <laughs> Category three, favorite game that we did not review. I've mentioned this game previously on the show. It is Layton's Mystery Journey, part of the Professor Layton series. And this is the latest iteration of the game. I do believe that the iPhone version came out first. It is a great game for your iPhone. Currently on sale. If you want to check it out, please do so. Should I play it? <laughs> for people named not Edwin <laughs> you should please. check it out for Edwin no why not I might like it you might do you like puzzles I love puzzles but you don't like reading stories no this, no I do not yeah so there's actually quite a bit of story and exposition that mm. you might find annoying okay. even though there's like a cute dog that talks in the game alright I'm gonna go check it out check out like a video of it see if you like it yeah okay I'll do that uh, my favorite game that we didn't review would be SteamWorld Heist which I don't think we talked about on this show, but we did mention on our previous show. Is this the show? Which you can check out uh, at isthistheshow.com. Uh, I believe a friend of the show, Drew Peterson, recommended it to me, FOTBTP. Shout out. Because this is my favorite game. I've played through it many times because it has four difficulty levels. And once I'd completed it on one level, I would then go play it again at the next level. I'm still miffed about the fact that I, I think you I did. I feel you. like I recommended it. <laughs> It might have been one of those things where like, we recommended it together, but it was certainly one of those things where I mentioned it, and then you, I think you said, 
Oh yeah, a friend of the show Drew Peterson has mentioned <laughs> to me as well. I will go check it out. Ah uh, man, I love this game. I'm now on the elite level and cannot get past level one. <laughs> so that's some elite level gaming right there. It is so difficult. I do not understand how anyone can play the elite difficulty level. But I would suggest go check it out if you haven't played it. It's a great combination of puzzle, strategy, shooting, um, also turn-based, so it's not like, or have to pay attention to it constantly for like timing-based things. Uh, great story, great graphics. Check that out. Yeah, and there's like a, a, an aspect of customizability, like a semi-RPG um, aspect where you level up your guns and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then you kind of, there's some tactics of like, what squad members do mm-hmm. you choose? Because they have different abilities and strengths and weaknesses. It's yeah, good it's times. a great game. Great game. Unlike the next game that we'll mention, which is the category, game most likely to make you throw your phone into a storm drain. Which game was so irritating that you would throw $900 worth of phone into a storm drain? I think this is a valid, very valid category. <laughs> what was your pick, Edwin? Mine was Vertical. I could not get a hold, literally, of, or I could not let go of how frustrating the controls were. I mean, I think it's deliberate, but I struggled to get a good swing going. I struggled to dismount from the high bar at the right time. I think I my highest score was 300, which is terrible. I just couldn't get to it. I know there's... Some games is like the, the learning curve where you're terrible, and then you keep doing it, and then you sort of get over the hump, and you're like, oh, right, now I get it. I never got to it with Vertical, and I got so irritated. You obviously have not played my pick of the week last week, getting over it with Bennett Foddy. What I understand is deliberately made to make you throw your phone into a storm train. (laughs) This is true. I agree with you in the Vertical aspect. Mm -hmm. I do feel like I didn't build enough desire or, or like, what's the word, where I have a lot going Oh, yes. You like sort of build up enough capital investment. Yeah. Like I'm not too invested in each level to where if I messed up, I'd be, you know, damn this (laughs) stupid game. Unlike my pick, Vista Golf. I'm totally in it for the birdie. I'm one stroke away. (laughs) And then obviously it just jumps off at some random point and then falls into the water that makes me rage and try it again. And it does the exact same thing. And by the end of it, I'm like five over. So, oh, I'll, I'll put the power meter at 20. Oh, it does nothing. I'll put it at 25. Oh, it overshoots. Yes, that exact thing. <laughs> so my pick of the game that almost made me want to throw it into a storm drain is Vista Golf. There were some problems with the physics as well. I think I said at the time, it's like playing golf with a bowling ball. Right. Let's get on to category number five. That is game you really wanted to like. So for me... But didn't. It- it is Stranger Things, on. the game. I really wanted to like it. The graphics were there. I think the story is a no-brainer. Um, but just the puzzles were really lackluster. Uh, some weird things happening with the movement and like the map aspect, uh, the, the saving yeah. and the loading. The puzzles just weren't exciting enough for me. You flip random levers yep. and certain things happen. And you're like, well, is that, is that fun? Yeah, and they could have built more story into it, but the story was really trite. Sam and his stories. Jeez. My game that I really wanted to like was Causality. It looked beautiful. It had this great in theory concept. This old time travel, rewind time thing. You know, like, oh, that's a really nice idea. It's Looper the game. It is Looper the game, our favorite movie on this show. <laughs> has space tentacles, has crystals, uh, is in space. But I really did not enjoy the actual gameplay. And I got very bored 
And I've had it very hard to actually muster the enthusiasm to just try every path with every every way. I think I said on the show, like it didn't, I didn't get to the point where I would see a new board and be like, oh, I see, here's a strategy. It'd just be, here's a new board. Uh, right, I guess I'll try going forward this time. No, all right, I guess I'll try going forward and then left. Uh, no. And I guess I'll try going forward and right. Yeah, And that was my experience of the game. But it looks beautiful and I do hope some people enjoy it because in theory it should be a good game. But alas, not for me. The next category, game that you ignore your significant other whilst playing. If I could pick a game that we did not review, by far and away, it would be Clash Royale. Yeah, I agree. 100% (laughs) agree. That would have been my choice as well. And I think that is what prompted me to ask you, in these categories, (laughs) do we have to name something that we've actually reviewed? Because I have once or twice ignored my children. (laughs) While playing Clash Royale, not right now. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to deal with a Prince Hog deck. Hog Rider, Hog Rider, Hog Chauffeur <laughs> crossover. No, <laughs> I think if there was ever to be, you know, a picture of disaffected millennial youth, it would be my boyfriend and I of an evening sitting on opposite ends of the couch, me playing Clash Royale on my phone, and him playing Final Fantasy XVVLMNOF <laughs> on the other side. And us just not talking to each other for like an hour. Well, we have clan members to attend to in our 7DTP clan in Clash Royale. Shout out yeah. to our newest member in the Clash Royale family. Welcome, welcome. Uh, the name is Sparky107, I believe. Welcome. Request some cards. I will give them to you. Sparky707. Sorry, oh, my okay. bad. 706 is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but welcome, Sparky. Request cards. I will give them to you if I have them. Although, as I said on the show, people are starting to request more and more obscure cards that I have not leveled up enough to have. Right. You contributed very little to this weekend. Oh, yeah. Contest. I, yeah. I think I either have to spend a lot of money and get back into it or... Just crunch through it. Just crunch through it. I haven't won a game in weeks. Okay. <laughs> so for me, my pick for this is <laughs> HQ. And I do believe that that has the same problem of very intense, short amount of time. Not only is the fact that it's a very short amount of very intense short amount of time it is only once or twice a day that this very intense short amount of time occurs and money's on the line and you love scott and i love this i love scott Rogowski. i love the trap to wreck <laughs> so i turned hq into a communal game so at nine o'clock instead of me sitting there ignoring my significant other we would play it together mm. so it kind of brought brought us together a little bit yeah I could do that, but I'm not sure how much my five-year-old, my six-year-old, and my three-year-old know about <laughs> right. the, the capital of Sweden. Or what's the fastest legal uh, racing sport? <laughs> right. Turns out not Formula One. And also, how do you split the winnings if you, do, if you were to win? You know, family tensions. That could be the start of a Fargo season. Final category. Final category. The coveted. Seven days to play. The elusive game of the year. I need to think of a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I just need to think of a lot of things. That's you know, there's lots, lots in my, lots going on in my big head. And you're knocking. Um, but for me, like the things that are important is it needs to have a some sort of story, right? It needs to be playable oh, in short bursts, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I like this aspect of being able to dig into it and actually experience it a little bit more. Um, and I like, you know, preferably if I could pay for it and it doesn't interrupt me with anything, mm-hmm. that is what I like. 
So all of that's summed up together. We had a lot of great choices, but my choice for this year for Game of the Year is... Yes, yes, yes. Pigeon Wings. Oh, yes. So Pigeon Wings had everything for me. Like it had really exciting gameplay, a bit of a storyline that actually carried the story across, some upgrades that kept me excited to come back and actually upgrade some stuff that actually improved the performance of the game. And now they actually have an endless runner mode, which allows me to just keep on playing. Congratulations, Pigeon Wings. You can append the seven days to play trophy on your breast. Beeping. <laughs> On your pigeon breast. Mm. Roach. <laughs> yeah. Pigeon breast is delicious. Edwin, what is your game of the year? There's definitely some games I went really hard on and then burned out really quickly. Egg, comma, ink period is one where I played it that awful lot. I played it seven days for that week and then the following day deleted it because I was like, this is ridiculous. Also, Limelight, I played another seven day rating for me, but I, don't know, I haven't really picked it up since. I don't know about you. I'm curious, have you, have you been playing Limelight? Have they released some new, new levels recently and new worlds and stuff? Yeah, but. we can mention after, but I did play it a little bit and I was completely lost as to where I was. Like, I didn't know where I had to go to continue the line. Line, line lost. <laughs> lost line. My game of the year has to be Thimbleweed Park. I played it. I completed it. I'm now playing it again on the normal mode or the not doofus beginner mode, which is actually quite a bit harder. As you mentioned, I like to be able to pay for it, get rid of the ads... No currency, loot crates, upgrades, all that kind of stuff. Reminded me of my youth, playing LucasArts games. Story's great. Bobbleheads, could live without that. Graphics, music, voice acting, mostly great. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever complete Thimbleweed Park, Sam? It's still on my list, yeah. Well, luckily you have some vacation coming up, so maybe you can can, uh, jump back in. So congratulations to... Pigeon Wings and Thimbleweed Park. Great choice. Yeah, I think they're both great choices for the year. If you have to check out a game, I highly recommend checking out those two. One is a lot more dexterous than the other. I would like to mention some honorable mentions. So for me, the game most likely to make you lick your phone, I think Returner 77, definitely a great one. Excellent graphics. Um, Makes your phone hot as well. So you could burn your tongue. Um, Get germs and get burnt. First reburns. So another another thing for me in terms of the game of the year, Limelight was definitely one as well for me. I think Yankai's Peak was also mm. a, cont- a strong contender. Returner 77 also came close to me for game of the year. Unhonorable mention goes to Silly Walks <laughs> for probably the worst game we played this year. Sam, do you think there's a worst game in our <laughs> list? I don't want to say it is the worst game that we've played this year, okay. but it was <laughs> very close i have to say <laughs> um mainly because there are just so many inconsistencies with the game that i didn't like but ruya comes oh. close but yeah okay all right your history though you don't even like two dots and bejewel blitz and candy crush you don't like those kind of games yeah. so i think that's that's fair enough yeah it's, it's strictly from preference and not from the quality of the actual game itself it is a it is a very beautiful game if you like those kind of games if you like those kind of games yes and that is our show in the festive tradition we're going to take a week off to rest up, spend more money on Clash Royale. And for me to finish Play some games. Thimbleweed Park. Yeah. And we'll listen to each other's top albums of the year. Which are in the show notes from the previous show. And we'll be back with a fresh episode of January 7th. Where we review Reigns. Colon. Her Majesty. It's a deer with a hat. <laughs> or a crown. It's a, go- well, it's is, a golden is a hat. Is a crown? Uh, a crown is a hat. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at 7 Days to Play for more great insights like that. Mm-hmm. You can also see Sam's beautiful promos that he puts out at Instagram, 7 Days to Play. And follow us on Facebook at, or like us on Facebook at 7 Days to Play. 
and follow. Comment, like, subscribe. No, don't do those. Clap on the medium. Uh, and if me. you want to join our clan and Clash Royale, it's number seven DTP clan. Feel I'll free to join us. Link in the show notes to that. And don't email us. Happy holidays. Seven days to play.